Good afternoon, everyone. It's Allie Corman, Ed Carson here with a breakdown of the action in today's session. Tuesday, December 12th, where we saw gains for the major indexes and the NASDAQ now in new high ground for 2023, Ed. Yeah, sort of had a nice uh, gradual increase throughout the day. Uh, want to take a look at a few stocks that have been finding support at their 21-day lines, Amazon, Netflix, and Freshworks. All right, let's do it. But first, let's take a look at the major indexes. Leading today was the NASDAQ, up seven-tenths of a percent. The Dow and the S&P 500 were both up about a half a percent each, and it looks like the Russell closed roughly flat on the day. So here, looking at the NASDAQ, we were looking at how is this going to act around that prior high. And as of right now, we're looking pretty good. So far, so good, clearing that resistance. Yeah, it's looking pretty strong here. It sort of started off sort of mixed today and just sort of gradually moved up throughout the session to session highs. Uh, the CPI inflation report was basically in line is what it comes down to and didn't really change anything. We do have the Fed meeting tomorrow. I guess I would say it hasn't decisively cleared that area. It's sort of like uh, you if you let your cat outside and it just moves a few steps out past the door and it's not on a big <laughs> adventure yet. I mean, maybe it'll turn around and come back inside. So it's not really out there, but it is, it is past. And so, uh, you know, it's, we've had this pause for a while and we're obviously in the last few days, we've seen some stocks break out as a result uh, and a few others have found support maybe are setting up. So could be the start of something, another leg up in the rally, uh, have to see, but uh, you know, encouraging so far. It is. Let's also take a look at the S&P 500, which has been in new high ground, clearing that 4,600 level and extending gains today. We'll also take a look at the weekly chart to get that weekly perspective. So continuing to add gains to this rally that began in early November, Ed. Yeah. So getting not too far away from all-time highs. So it's just... It's been an impressive rally we've had here, uh, you know, since you know, since the beginning of November, really. So nice to see, nice to see this moving along. Okay, we'll also take a look at the Dow. Here's zero DJIA, also getting close, uh, perhaps even closer to yeah, its looks uh, like it. <laughs> prior high. So we're just we're right there. We're knocking on the door, Ed. Yeah, and this actually it, it hit a uh, 2023 high several days ago. I think it was November 30th. Uh, so that's been moving up. And yeah, so there's been some breadth to this rally. I mean, there's a lot of indications that it's not just the Magnificent Seven uh, anymore. So it's been a nice, it's been a pretty nice rally. Yeah. And let's also take a look at small caps. Here's the Russell 2000, like I said, flat on the day, but coming off of earlier lows. And we know that this can be a bit more volatile than the other major indexes looking at the week. Still on pace for an up week. It would mark five weeks up in a row for the Russell. And we're keeping an eye on 1900 as the next uh, potential resistance level to the upside for the Russell Ed. Let's also take a look at some market breadth signals. Uh, it was uh, underneath the surface that we saw some notable strength yesterday. What about today? Here's a look at QQQ, up eight-tenths of a percent by sessions close. QQEW, so stripping out that uh, heavy weighting of those Magnificent Seven stocks in particular, up five-tenths of a percent today. So it does seem like, once again, maybe, you know, money flowing back into those heavy, heavyweight said. 
A little bit today. I mean, there's definitely some nice moves in some of those names. But, you know, yesterday's move in QQEW is really impressive. And now it's at a new high for 2023. So uh, definitely shows the breadth in, in growth. Definitely. And then SPY versus RSP. Let's do that as well. Here's a look at SPY and uh, RSP. Let's see here. Not quite as strong, but again, yesterday was uh, a notable day for QQEW and RSP with RSP getting above that September 1st high and now on its way to the July highs. Ed, there was also a factoid from uh, the Dow Jones data group that let us know that the S&P 500 had a notable number of stocks that uh, during today's session were on pace for new record closes. 50 S&P 500 stocks, uh, and this was a couple hours into the close, on pace for new record closes today. And that's the highest number of S&P 500 stocks closing at all-time highs in a single day in like a year and a half plus. So Wow. Yeah, that's uh, that's impressive. You can see that's that's what's driving everything. And you look at all these indexes, the NASDAQ, the S&P, or the RSP, you can see there's been a lot of little handles that have formed. And just so you can see that that's what we've seen with a lot of stocks. They've pulled back maybe, you know, to, to short-term and moving averages. And so it was very, it was very positive, just a modest, modest uh, pause pullback. And now maybe a lot of things are ready to go. Mm -hmm. uh, a pause that refreshes, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll take a look at some of those stocks here momentarily. But first, let's take a look at the 10-year yield uh, coming off again today, but not closing at the lows. So maybe we might start seeing some sort of new uh, steadied trading range develop here, Ed. Would that be ideal? I think so. You don't want to, if it, if it tumbles from here, then I think that would be a sign of the economy uh, really slowing. I mean, they're all, the market is already pricing in like at least four rate cuts in 2024. They're expecting uh, a slowdown. Uh, and the rates actually, it, it was off the, it was off the, but those lows were started the, that tracks prices before the CPI. Before the CPI, it was even lower. So during the stock market session, it's sort of closed near session lows. Got it. Thank you for that information. Okay, let's take a look at a couple of stocks for the radar. Strong move in early November, then a pause. Like you said, finding support at a key level. Here's Amazon doing just that. Yeah, I mean, so it was a little extended when it broke out or at least close to it. You know, when that happened, it was like over 9% above the 50-day line now. You know, it's it's come it's been trading sideways now, you know, not a huge thing. Now the 50 day line, which was sort of struggling because there were some reasons why it took a while for the 50 day line to get moving higher. But now I think if it ever actually moves sideways, you'd really start seeing that catch up pretty quickly. But it was just nice to see the 21 day line is caught up. That uh, saw a lot of stocks finding support there. I mean, so it's an opportunity, some stocks that did move early on. See, one concern is that, oh, well, you know, a week or two ago before we had this pause is like, well, the stocks that we're setting up, seem like laggards. And so this one had a nice move in November and now has paused. So it's back in a buy zone. It's not really extended uh, from the 50-day line. So it's looking attractive. You could buy it here or you could see if it could get just a little bit higher, like above those levels that you sort of put there. And uh, so uh, 
just a nice just nice pause that we've had and the rs line is still because of the market pause the rs line is you know drifted down just a little bit but basically at highs yeah and you can see that tight action playing out on the weekly chart here. So after an explosive move off the lows of this base, really not wanting to give up those gains, Ed, just like the market. Yeah. And so it's, this is, this has been, this is just great action. It almost feels like in many ways, this, this market rally has been just unfolding. It's just such a nice way. I mean, it's steady gains in November made it easy to get in, easy to hold, and then pausing and pulling back just enough to get some new entries, but not so much to really, you know, really worry people either. Mm. Well, now is it too good to be true, Ed? Is this playing out just too? Well, perfectly? I guess we, we probably could take a look, and I meant to put this on as like to look at the VIX zero VIX on Market Smith. That would be the one thing to worry about is that nobody's worried about anything now. Uh, that's hit the lowest level since at least January 2020. I don't know if it undercut into to there. And it's been there. It was been that way for like a week or so. It's been hitting those lows. Uh, so, but that raises the odds of a pullback because it's sort of like everybody's bullish. It can be that sign. Uh, it doesn't have to happen right away. It doesn't have to be a big pullback, even if it does happen. Uh, but that is one worry. Yeah, just something to be aware of. It's it's good to stay in step with the market, especially when the getting is good. But that doesn't mean <laughs> that we should just you know, kick back and relax and not pay attention to things on a on a day-to-day -day basis and and make adjustments if needed. So a good reminder there. Let's also take a look at Netflix, another big liquid tech leader, not finding support right exactly at the 21-day line. It did undercut it briefly, but it did so in lighter than average volume. And it's now bouncing from that level, which also roughly coincides with those highs from early September, Ed. Yeah, you could have treated that sort of like a double bottom base. And so it's finding it however you want to look at it. Um, and so, yeah, it came down right about to where you'd expect. 21-day line after that big run, it's nice to see a pullback and, and something of note. Now it came up. Uh, I think if it got above, it does have a handle buy point now at 482.70. Um, and if it got, yeah, exactly. If it got above Monday's high, that would be an early entry, it looks like. So uh, again, a nice setup, just enough of a pullback that now you could probably be getting into it if you didn't have a chance or to add on uh, to a position. Mm -hmm. And we did see some impressive volume, Ed, on the last quarterly report for Netflix uh, in mid to late October. But really, since then, we haven't seen a ton of volume on the upside or downside here with Netflix in this run-up. So it seems like that would be nice to see in addition to it getting above recent highs is to you know see some more buying coming back into this stock. And that's a really good point. And it's definitely, that's another reason why it was really good to see a pullback because it's sort of like just one more reason. It's like it's getting up to those record highs. It's like, do you really want to buy it with that low volume coming in? But yeah, luckily that hasn't been on the downside. Um, but you'd really like to see some some indication that institutions are, are, are adding to their, their holdings. Yeah. Let's wrap things up with a look at FRSH. This is Freshworks in the Enterprise Software Group, up 3.5% on the day in some above average volume. And it had a couple of other days of, of above average volume as it carved, uh, started to carve really the right side of this base in late November, Ed. 
Yeah, and it didn't, unlike some of the other names, it didn't really have a big, big run in November. I mean, that's 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 one thing. So the RS line is still working its way up. So it's a mm -hmm. little different in that regard. Um, but there's things to like about it. One is that it turned profitable about a year ago, and that's often sort of like a tailwind for, for software stocks when they really get that momentum going. Because then, you know, because... You know, every every unit you sell is pretty much 100% profit. So that sales growth really translates into profit at that point. Uh, so it's coming up to a buy point. I think today it offered an early entry uh, as it sort of broke the downtrend of a handle uh, coming up on that volume. So that would be, you know, nice action here. Uh, you know, this is obviously software's doing well. There is a better volume profile lately. So some things to like about this name as as it uh, as it tries to emerge. Mm -hmm. And this is our stock of the day today, right? That is right. Yeah. So investors can check out that article on the homepage of investors.com. Or if you have Market Smith, you can open up this right-hand panel, go to the news tab and find the headlines right there for more details about what's going on with this company that was featured today in our stock of the day column. All right, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. That's it from us for this afternoon, but we will be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live, and we hope you join us, investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details on that. We will see you there, and we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.